Good morning. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. To explain what Old South means to Paul and me, we have to go back a long way. All the way back to the time and place where we met and grew to know each other. 1973 was a bit like today. Inflation, oil prices, and geopolitical tensions were high. And the Patriots finished third in the division. <laughs> But 50 years ago, we were just 15 years old. We both set off one Saturday afternoon to begin a week-long canoe trip from Johnsonburg Presbyterian Camp in Johnsonburg, New Jersey. Along with our siblings, a week or two at Johnsonburg was a regular summer occurrence, much anticipated and always enjoyed. I almost didn't go that year. A late registration landed me on the wait list. But someone else dropped out, and after a scramble for gear, there I was. We had a great week running the rapids on the Delaware, and we became friends. In subsequent years, we worked summers at the camp in roles ranging from kitchen boy to maintenance hand to lifeguard to counselor. For summer after summer, we were part of a community whose goal was to give kids ranging in age from 8 to 18 an experience of fun and fellowship. It was a pretty diverse place with staff and kids from across the income spectrum, from New Jersey's cities, suburbs, and rural areas, and reflecting the state's racial diversity. We came to believe that a time spent in a natural setting engenders a respect for nature, a commitment to stewardship, and awe in the presence of God's creation. We did a lot of growing up, and we fell in love in the midst of this lively, loving community. Since then, we've been part of four faith communities, but among them, Old South stands out. One was in New York City, a tall steeple avenue church that was intellectually compelling, but it wasn't the close-knit community we craved in a big city. Another was a large, very proper congregation in a small city. Everyone looked like us, and it didn't challenge us in terms of our faith. We made many friends, but there wasn't but it wasn't provocative in the best sense of that word. A third was a small congregation with big aspirations, but without the resources to carry out its vision effectively. Old South stands out for us. It's intellectually compelling. It's a vibrant and close community, and it has sufficient resources, human and financial, to have an impact well beyond its own walls. For us, 
It's a Goldilocks version of church. Paul and I have served on many committees in our four churches. We've been elders, trustees, deacons, council members, committee chairs, committee members, and we've worked on a range of issues and efforts. Four years ago, he and I collaborated to co-chair the group planning the celebration of Old South's 350th anniversary. That work exemplified some of the things we appreciate most about this community. Participation was broad, with over 40 members involved in creating the materials and events and many more contributing and attending. The planning began with a large group discussion of what a year of recognition ought to look like. What came out of it was three threads. Tell our story, celebrate, and act out our faith. Old South's story is long and deeply interwoven in the history of Boston and the American Project. It includes steps and missteps as members wrestled with the political and social challenges of their times. How to share both the accomplishments and the struggles in an engaging way. The outcome was a great example of an endearing Old South quality, creativity. The panels along the back of the sanctuary and the wallpaper in the lobby give our many visitors and sightseers a snapshot summary of our history. And for those looking for more, there's the 627-page concise theological, historical, and whimsical encyclopedia of our first 350 years. No dry historical tome for us. Over 100 members wrote entries on dozens of topics. To kick off the year, we had a great birthday party. There were trumpets and pageantry, but also cupcakes and kitar bear. We have fun at Old South Church, whether it's the blessing of the athletes or cheering on the choir as they sing the national anthem at the beginning of a Red Sox game. But it was important to everyone who worked on the anniversary effort that we do more than talk about an impressive past and throw a good party. We wanted to remind ourselves and the world that since 1669, this has been a community of faith. We began the year with penance over matters that plague the Christian world, like the destruction of God's creation and racial injustice. Faith in Action also published a devotional for the year, prompted us to do document our acts of kindness, and strengthened our partnership with our next door neighbor, Snowden International School. To us, the 350th anniversary showcased many of Old South's best qualities. Collaboration, inclusivity, Creativity, fun, a sense of history that celebrates accomplishments while acknowledging shortcomings, and the importance of living out faith.
But Old South Church is much more than a place with an impressive history. A dozen years ago, Old South undertook the work of developing a vision for what this church was called to be in the 21st century. We prayed for God's guidance and many members helped in the development and articulation of a roadmap to navigate a time that is very different from that summer Deb and I experienced in 1973. I don't know if Old South had ever had a strategic plan before, but in hindsight, building a consensus about our future direction was timely and important. We live in a time of tremendous polarization, but God wants us to work together to advance justice and mercy. The percentage of Americans who actively participate in organized religion continues to fall. I don't think it's because Americans care less about spirituality. Rather, institutional religion often seems rigid or flawed by human weakness, contributing to division rather than healing. Old South's vision stands athwart that trend. We welcome all seekers. We listen for God's still speaking voice, prayerfully considering decisions. In the brutal winter of 2015, we stepped up to create a warming center for unhoused people. Through GBIO, we collaborate with other communities of faith to advance social justice through criminal justice reform, better health care, and housing for all. We try to heal rather than divide. For 17 years, Nancy Taylor led this amazing place. Some of you might worry that without her, Old South will not remain the vital and vibrant community it has been. That's certainly a risk. But based on our experience, no single person makes a community of faith special. It is all of us. Our willingness to listen to each other and to listen to God, our willingness to pitch in on a committee or a task force, our willingness to show up for environmental and social justice. And it's our willingness to provide the financial resources necessary to advance our mission. Deb and I pledge every year, but in this time of inflation and transition, we are increasing our pledge significantly because, because we are able and because Old South matters so much to us and to the outside world. In this difficult time, as you and your loved ones reflect on what Old South means to you, we hope you will join us in committing to this community so that we can continue to make differences, small and large, to each other and to the world. Thank you.